I'd like to welcome you to the uh, second of our series of innovation podcasts. These talks are intended to put the spotlight on some amazing work being done by innovative UK firms. I'm Robert Baldock, the MD of Cluster, the Innovation Brokers. We help large companies with complex business challenges and or huge opportunities. We introduce them to our ecosystem of innovative firms that we know well and totally trust. These firms are uniquely qualified to solve problems, exploit opportunities, and deliver the right solutions fast. The topic for today's podcast is digital at speed and scale. To help us all understand the state of this art, may I introduce you to Neil Moorcroft, who is the Digital Systems Director for Zulka, a leading firm of software engineers. Neil, welcome. Hi, Rob. Uh, great being here with you. Uh, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Can you please tell us something about yourself and uh, indeed Zulka? Uh, yeah, no problem. Um, I've uh, I've been in in IT uh, for over twenty five years now. Um, a very uh, technical career in consulting, mostly as a as a as an architect in the city of London. Um, I joined Zulka ten years ago now uh, as an engineer. Um, Zulka are a, a software engineering company. We're headquartered in Switzerland, hence the hence the name. Um, and we have a, a very strong focus on designing and building digital products using uh, agile methodology. So Zorka have developed some mission critical apps for both the private and public sector. In particular, you were asked by one client to develop a global banking app that will be available 24-7. How did you do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, indeed. Um, I, was the, uh, I was the technical director for the, the COVID app. Uh, COVID-19 app you may have uh, and and yeah as you say that I was um, I, I built uh, a retail banking app for a, a very well-known high street bank. Uh, I think the most important thing is to is to put together truly cross-functional agile teams and um, with all of the skills and accountability they need to deliver services all the way uh, through from their inception uh, to, to production and operation. Uh, in fact we uh, we embed uh, architecture, risk management, assurance, etc., directly within the teams themselves. Um, and this way, we're able to empower them to deliver uh, the regulated features with, with very little oversight. Um, we also rely heavily on DevOps techniques. Uh, at the bank, we used a, a really powerful um, internal cloud platform that allowed our teams to, to continuously release new features into production without any of the usual dependencies and, and delays that you you often find with traditional IT teams. In fact, we reduce the, the delivery cycle from uh, a release every six months right down to, to, to once a week, uh, and, and sometimes even, even more frequent than that. Wow, impressive. So Zork have been doing agile software development since the word agile was even used in this context. You're early pioneers, but COVID forced you to take agile to another extreme. How did you adapt to the restrictions forced upon you by COVID? <laughs> Yes, uh, we've been doing uh, iterative and incremental development for a, a very long time. Um, but yeah, as you say, COVID has made it incredibly difficult. At its at its core, Agile uh, relies on continuous feedback from users, which traditionally means working very closely together with clients um, in the same location. Um, and obviously, this is this has become uh, extremely difficult and <laughs> yeah, even impossible. And um, but I think by using the, the latest tooling uh, and, and those strong agile processes, we've been found, we found we've been able to adapt uh, surprisingly well. And actually, 
we've had a lot of practice from working with our own global workforce uh, for, for many years. So I think, um, in fact, I think the hybrid model is here to stay. You know, it has its advantages. We're able to staff projects far more quickly and pull in a much broader experience from a larger talent pool uh, to staff our, staff our projects. So how do you develop apps when no one is the same room? What are the critical success factors? Uh, yeah, I'd say having um, small teams. Large teams just don't work well on Zoom. It's uh, it's just too difficult to run meetings and let everyone have their say. Um, that, that does mean having a very good agile organizational setup. Uh, we use a, a team of teams approach to align across work streams on a daily basis, for example. Um, it's also vital that your uh, software architecture supports this approach. You can't have lots of uh, you, you can't have lots of teams working on one huge monolith. Uh, you've got to make sure you have very few dependencies between your components, um, and this allows the teams to work and deploy their code independently of each other. Uh, and finally, I think great tooling. Um, you know, for instance, Miro is excellent for running workshops, um, and we use MS Teams for our stand-ups and retros, etc. Uh, and we've tried all kinds of tools for, for remote pairing, and, and I think the guys are using uh, Tuple at the moment. That's their current favorite. favorite. Zorka were recently called upon to develop the COVID-19 app, which is now the second most downloaded app in UK history after Zoom. It's reputed to have prevented over 600,000 people from getting COVID. You developed this app within six weeks with a team of some 75 people working from many different locations. How on earth were you able to do this? <laughs> uh, it, it took a very special team. Um, I, I've been uh, hugely privileged to be able to bring together some of the best people that Salk has to offer from across the world. Um, as you say, we use staff from 14 different offices in, in seven different countries. Um, but actually, this uh, this approach has been our strategy for some time, so we were kind of ready. You know, we were we were set up for it. Um, our, our technical staff are all recruited to the same standard, standard no matter where they are in the world. Um, in fact, I personally interviewed uh, some of our new recruits um, in Serbia, Hong Kong, and even Singapore. Um, and, and I have to say, uh, Rob, nobody needed persuading to join this project. Uh, all of our staff are driven by advanced technology and solving complex problems. Uh, so working on challenging projects like this was exactly why they joined the company. So if you were to summarize, what does it take to build mission critical apps that work 24-7 at scale with a totally distributed team? Tough question to answer, I know. Mm. Um, Coalface engineering, I think. Um, I, I, as I said, I've got a team of highly motivated engineers um, and they know exactly what they're doing and, and are driven by getting the job done. Um, they're all incredibly talented and understand the challenges of building these kind of systems. Um, but I also think we have a, a, a very strong, healthy culture that values the diversity of our global workforce. Uh, this, is, this has created a, a, a wonderful can-do spirit. That means we all pull together to get the job done, especially when the going gets tough. Um, yeah, like it did on this project uh, more than once, I, I can tell you. You remind me of one of my favourite songs, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. <laughs> There are many other firms of software engineers in the world. What makes yours different or, or better? Um, we're privately owned by our employees um, and all our staff are incentivized in, in exactly the same way. And I think this creates a, a really strong one one Zorka culture. 
Uh, I'd also say our heritage in mechanical engineering. It means engineering is, is in our blood. You know, it's at our core. In fact, we're, we're still both a software and hardware company. Uh, and I think it is quite unique to be able to design and build systems all the way from the, that sort of early innovation and design stage right down to building the metal they run on. My final question, Neil, and it's a bit of an off-the-wall question. If you could develop any app right now, what would it do? Mine would tell me which country I could safely book a visit to and when I should go to avoid paying a fortune. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, uh, that's a tricky one. Um, I think it would have to be a medical app of some kind. Um, preventative medicine is, is a hugely exciting area at the moment. Um, the, the, your smartphones, your smartwatches, they, they can collect so much valuable data. Um, and if you combine that with all your existing medical records, um, DNA sequencing, and then apply the machine learning and AI techniques to all that, uh, we can we can build apps that, that can prevent illnesses way before they get serious or grow. And I think um, with, with an aging population, apps like these are going to be absolutely vital in uh, keeping healthcare affordable for everyone. So, uh, so yeah, I think uh, I'd be building a, an AI healthcare app that keeps me fit and healthy and going into my uh, ripe old age. So, Neil, since I'm already at a ripe old age, you better hurry up, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Neil, for being my guest today and for telling us how to build digital apps at scale and speed. That's it for now. Do look out for our next episode of Cluster Innovation Podcasts. This is your old host, Robert Baldock, wishing you a safe but hopefully innovative day.